This is CliffCentral.com. Good day, good day, good day. It's the worst, guys, baby. Guess who's back? Hey, guess who's back? Go home, Roger. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? But did we ever really leave, though? Doug, we can't leave, y'all. We can't leave you. We're sitting in your phones. We're sitting in your storage. We're sitting in your SD card right now. Worst Guys Podcast, baby. You can download it at CliffCentral.com. You're hanging out with the coolest, baddest motherfuckers there are at the Cliff Central Studios. The Worst Guys, baby. Back in the studio live after so, so long. Tell them why. Why's it been so long? Cheese, cheese. Okay, for... For 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 interesting on my part, on my part, you know. On your part, I, I've been I've been in Thailand, you know. Thai? What I mean? Oh, buddy, Thai Thai. Hey, Thai Thai. Did you, did you come back with a with a with a young vagina? I heard the girls and the boys in Thailand they don't mind. They just switch and they swap. Hey, no matter what the deal is, did you almost get caught out? Maybe see a young beautiful gilly that you saw us fly, then you look down and you just see a a four five. <laughs> Thankfully not because I went there with my lady. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And and funny enough, every single person, you know, I told yo yo yo, I'm going to Thailand. They're like, oh okay, who are you going with? I say my girl. Then they give me this sexy, sexy. How are you going with your girl, dog? You, you know, it's almost as bad as you know me going to Vegas with my girl. I didn't know it was that level, but it was an amazing experience. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you tell them about the worst guys? T- trust wherever they see a bow tie, they know. With the motherfucking the worst guys. guys Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw on your Instagram People were treating you Like a celebrity out there Are we not though? Am I not though? Yeah, yeah, yeah But tell me about that experience So my girl's dad, right? He Tells the driver Oh, sorry We had a driver Oh, oh, oh Sorry, <laughs> yes uh, Sometimes I was to broke That the toilet to run Please now I'm Getting chauffeur I can tell you Good France It's just a hustle I can buy you With those deeds Yeah, yeah Just a slipper Yeah, you had a driver We had a driver around You know <laughs> Telling all of the locals That we, you know We got to meet You know Hey, this guy's a superstar Where we from This guy's a superstar And I'm like, yeah. okay I could believe that, you know, because I feel that I know I am, yeah. you know, I live like a superstar, I look like a superstar, <laughs> therefore I am a superstar. Exactly, I just. So now I'm getting out of, out, out of this, this, this VIP chauffeur purse that we have, you know, <laughs> the driver hops around to the, to the passenger door and he's just taking pictures of me as I get out. I feel like this guy's TMZ or something. TMZ World Star! star. <laughs> you know? So, I, I mean, it's, it's just been amazing. I had to come back to South Africa. I felt so refreshed and renewed. Like a clear mind, I even clean shaved everything. Yeah, it's a yeah, new yeah. beginning. Dog. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. Yeah, man. So if you've been wondering why we've been missing off these streets, is because we have been out and about. Rehab has been balling up in Thailand. I've been doing some work with children's theater, and it's finally done. We're back. We're giving our love. So I'm saving all my love for you. We're back, baby. We're back. And we're here to talk about deep things. We drive straight into the deep water, baby. Because, you know, in recent time, we haven't even had an episode to talk about this. So, uh, uh, rest in peace to Winnie Madigizela Mandela. R.I.P. The mother of our nation. Um, we, we, we really, really are missing a crucial part of what this liberated South Africa is. You know, we, we, we've lost somebody who's 
contributed to that fight immensely. And um, because of her passing, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about the, the character of Winnie Madigazela Mandela. Obviously, we as South Africans know she was lit and she was a fighter and she fought for, for, for us. Um, but with regards to that, we, we've come up with a topic because it led to a debate within our own social group. About whether or not Nelson Mandela was a sellout. F- funny enough, even before mm. her this unfortunate is... passing on, we were having discussions about. Yeah, it. yeah, people have been talking about it. I think uh, the the whole land debate is something that has brought it up again. Uh, seeing as we ain't got none, <laughs> and people are wondering how that happened. You know, how is it that we are free but we ain't got shit? Can you be free with nothing? Because, I mean, even if you live in democracy but you're in poverty, your poverty keeps you in chains, right? So um, that's the topic for today. Nelson Mandela, was he a sellout? Uh, firstly, hell to the motherfucking no. Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, that is my personal opinion. I don't think it should even be a thing, honestly. Debate. It shouldn't be a debate. But because we live in a society and we live with people with diverse opinions... And diversity is part, opinion, diversity of opinion is part of diversity. We are going to engage this and we are going to break it down as best as we can and tell you the reasons why we think he was not a sellout and why some people think he was. I mean, um, there are arguments on both sides as there always is. There's, there's no, there's no such thing as the truth, only popular opinion. And we're hoping you can go with us on our popular opinion, which is that Nelson Mandela is a legend. Like, for fuck's sakes, can we just accept that? I mean, he would be turning in his grave like, oh, these people, ha, 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 after all I did for them, yo, 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 they're calling me a sellout, yo, 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 fuck these guys, huh? <laughs> fuck them, I'm gonna oh. haunt them, all of them. <laughs> no, Nelson, I hope you, when you're turning in your grave, you know, but the West guys, but the West well, guys, uh, shout out, shout out to the West guys. <laughs> Even my demons said it, said it, shout out, yo, yo, yo. Okay, okay. So, um, let's start with this chair actor, right? This chair actor. Um, what would have caused this chain of thought? Let's think about it because Nelson Mandela comes out. He's the first democratically elected president of South Africa. And we are all balls to the wall excited, man. Mm-hmm. Flates love Mandela, Mandela, Mandela. What happened? Where did that nar- narrative change? That's that's what I want to know. Because I think eventually got to the point where we snapped out of that rainbow nation ideology. You know, because my opinion is that we got freedom or rather they said, you don't need a bus to cross these lines anymore. You, anymore. you don't need a bus, but what are you going to do here anyway? <laughs> Yeah. You, so, you so don't have any, you have any, you don't have any reason to be in the burbs. Go to your township. We've already given you a place to chill. So it's just that there's no, there's no legal limit to where I can go, but there's still a, 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 a land limit, you know, in terms of my access to particular parts of the country. Yeah. That is still limited. And uh, my ability to access it is limited by virtue of not having cars, having to use taxis, you know, all these other small little things that we don't think about every day, but actually matter considerably. Like, look at the line of people in the taxis. Who are they? And don't tell me that bullshit on it. Oh, it's just because there's 80% black people in South Africa. No, there's zero white people in that line. Zero, zero, zero. And we have to consider why. And now this is also leading to um, 
the idea of why Nelson Mandela could have now been thought as a sellout because he didn't actually get anything for black people. On his mission that he went on, he didn't bring anything back physically. He brought back an idea. He brought back an idea of freedom. Okay, we've got our foot in the door. Boom. Yeah, but like that's like... For example, for these millennials, and I'm one of them as well, <laughs> to make it plain and simple, it's like a video game, all right? You get levels. You get past the first boss. You go you go into the second level. You fight it out. It's a little bit harder, but you get past that boss as well. You get to this third level, all right? So I'm basically seeing it as a thing of Mandela helped us to get past a level, mm, 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 all right? Exactly. So he did justice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100% degree. So now who's going to take the reins down and get us past the next level? Because yeah. basically what's happening is that, you know, we were happy that we got that freedom. Then we started to see, oh shit, now that we're free, we've been missing out on all, all of this. this shit, and this, this okay. shit is dope. Can I have some? You see, now the same hand that gave us so much. Is now begging for the whole arm saying, no, but you didn't get us that elbow. And my yeah. nigga, that shoulder as well, dog. We want the whole arm, dog. Yeah. Then we want the whole body after that. And it's yeah. coming. It's due to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think we should put the burden on Nelson Mandela. Yeah, why, one man. why was he the sellout? Like, he did the thing, dog. Like, you know, I think it's a similar, it's a similar argument to assimilation. We've had an episode about assimilation a couple of uh, months ago where we talk about uh, black people, people of color, let's just say, um, who have to assimilate to whiteness to some extent in order to be successful. And I think that's what Nelson Mandela did. You know, he was the guy that they could talk to. You know that guy, yes, you're not like the other blacks, eh? Yes, you're not like the other blacks. It's racist, but <laughs> hello, we're dealing with apartheid. Yeah, racism was like their thing. So the fact that they even gave one access is something we should consider when we're considering what Mandela's options really were. You know, so they gave him access and he's like, okay, shit, I'm inside. Well, they're willing to talk to me at least now. Now that we're having chats, what are we chatting? What are we, what are we chatting about? Do, do we wanna, do we wanna fuck these niggas up and take everything? Because like, I was reading, uh, Long Walks of Freedom, right? And Mandela spoke about how the violence or the armed struggle was just in response to the violence of apartheid. You know, this is, this is a direct quote. He said it was just a, their violence, terrorism, or, you know, they called Mandela a terrorist and, you know, a communist, whatever. But that was in response to, it wasn't natural, a natural inclination. He wasn't naturally inclined to violence, I don't believe. Um, but obviously circumstance led to that. Yeah. And, um, I don't think we, he should have continued in the, in the path of violence because a lot of people are saying now that we might end up in a civil war because we didn't get what we were supposed to. Do you think, do you think there's still a chance of a civil war? No. I also don't think so. No, because one thing I know about South Africa <clears throat> or South Africans, hey, we love to chat a lot. <laughs> we do love, we love chats. to chat a we lot. Do love chats. Like there's some guy, all right, and I'm not gonna say just a lokshin somewhere. Mm. There's even some guy in the burbs or some old ass bitch in the burbs saying, you know, things would have been a lot better if Nelson. Bitch, what are you? Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. personally to make South Africa better. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of just ranting and, s- and complaining the whole time. What's that nigga doing? He's saying, yeah, yeah, Marimina, uh, Azang in Italy is 
inning or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm saying, uh, what were the alternatives? Dude. Your only other alternative is violence. And who knows, maybe our own parents would have died due to violence that we entered because Nelson Mandela was like, you know what, guys, my people still have shit. So if you don't give us everything, it's going to be war. And they weren't going to give us everything. That's a guarantee. Nobody's, nobody ever sits in power and be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, thanks guys. You guys could just have it all. Uh, yeah, we just chill on the sidelines. We don't want to play. Yeah, we just, we're just parking there. That was never going to happen. And they were military, militarily, if that's a word, were much stronger than us, obviously. They had the money. They had the guns. They make like example and they finish up now. And that was our problem. He, he also had to now consider, okay, am I willing to sacrifice these thousands of lives when I could actually just, you know, Get us that freedom. Let me let me get us in the door. Let me get black people in parliament. You, you know? know when you know when you've got a crack on your windscreen. Yeah, a crack is all it takes to for it to become something where you can't even see through your windscreen anymore. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, every yeah. time you ride over a speed bump and your car goes good luck, it then, opens some then more. It, that crack just keeps on broadening and broadening until it's so big, yeah. and that windscreen then just fails Collapses. you. So that's. What Mandela did. Yeah, he, he made the first crack. And now it's our responsibility to keep, you know, going Applying over the speed. Press up on the pool. Press up on the pool. Put pressure on the people. And we are doing that. I mean, like, with this land expropriation without, uh, compensation, people are cucking their brooks. I'm not saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's necessarily the answer, but we, we're applying pressure. We're like, hey guys, it's still fucked up and we need a solution. Whether you are part of that solution or not, we don't know. Go to Australia. Bon voyage, fucking yage, dog. We'll be there at the Durban Harbour, waving them goodbye. Cheers, guys. I, I don't know why people are so outraged by this Australia thing of visas getting fast-tracked. If you want to go, shag, go. We don't give a fuck. Personally, I don't. We'll watch you go because your life will never be this good. Living as a white South African. Never. Even in, even in Australia. Cause now you're a foreigner. Yes. First, first and foremost. And now also the fucking jellyfish killing the boys out there. Anyway. So now we got, what are the alternatives? <laughs> Didn't Steve Owen, Steve Owen died from a jellyfish in Australia. Guy. Oh, this, just, <laughs> so you're making as if this jellyfish is like some Australian Godzilla thing. and it's just gonna fucking go over Australia. Where the South Africans. <laughs> The Australian Loch Ness Monster, baby, is a jellyfish. Okay, we we digress a little bit. We digress. So, yeah, what are the alternatives? Violence. Now your pops fought a war. You gone. You don't even know what apartheid is. So, kululeka, man. Let's not, let's not say that violence was the best option because, I mean, the argument is Afrocentricism, right? This is why there was the breakaway of the PAC. Um the Pan-Africanist Congress, uh, led by Robert Subuka, because they believed in, in, um, Afrocentricism and Africa being the new leader and, you know, taking over as opposed to sharing equally with, um, Europeans or the Western, you know, Africa being our own, which I guess is fair enough, you know, but it's really hard to take something back from, from somebody who's stolen from you. You know, have you ever, have you ever gotten your stolen phone back? Wow. Like you can, you can, you can try, but the odds that you'll actually get it back are not high. You can, you see, stolen phone, stolen land, right? Mm -hmm. 
and everything that like the whole fucked upness of apartheid. Yeah. But at least Madiba Madiba got the SIM card. You know? Yeah, yeah. At least, at least, no, he got the serial number. We can contact somebody about the situation. When they were stealing the land, Madiba was like, "Oh, can can I at least get a SIM card?" <laughs> and he got us the SIM card, my guy. So now we make. <laughs> It's a stupid ass reference, but yeah, you understand yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. What but, other options do you have? Yeah. For for me, honestly, I feel like we need to look at going forward. Because mm, 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 mm. every single, the only time we need to look back is just to make reference of why we are making X Y Z actions. Mm. But every single time, for me, what I'm seeing, every single time we look back. It's always just to, you know, throw shade at somebody who actually helped the the fight during the struggle. Yeah. For me, okay, I get it from, from like the PAC's perspective, Robert Sabuqua's perspective, in the sense that, you know, Africa is, is beautiful and strong and independent on its own because the discourse on Africa has always been that it's weak, it's pathetic, it needs um, international assistance. So... From that angle, I get it. Okay, we want Africa to be strong and powerful and united in Africanism, you know. So that makes total sense to me. But we're already at a point where we're sharing this land with these people. No, it doesn't matter how it got to this. Hmm. They've, they've landed on planet rock. We are here. Now what? So the only other way is for us to kick them out or find a way to, to get coexist. along. To coexist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely. So if... Colonialism and all that shit hadn't happened Afrocentrism would be the obvious answer We would be like our own independent continent yeah. be, There wouldn't be a P It yeah. would just be A it, it would just be A You know what I mean But they, this shit did happen And now Now that we've gotten freedom And we understand equality and oppression Why would we want other people to be oppressed? Especially if we know what oppression is So ideally equality is what we want but now the problem is when it's not given. See, because black people, and I think this is where we also get angry, is that we've always been willing to forgive, always been willing to turn the other cheek, always been like, ah, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And we've been taking for a puss. Now when we get the strap, now, now, now yeah, yeah, now niggas are shook, you see. And the whole time Jay-Z was saying, I'll let him shun up. <laughs> they thought, oh, Jacob, oh, Jacob. Just talking but about these four Cyril, <laughs> you, you were, you were happy when Cyril got there. Then, then Cyril got the strap and he said, expropriate that land. <laughs> <Your> compensation. <laughs> now you guys are shook. <laughs> yeah, now you guys are scared again. Now you want to go to Australia. You see what I mean? So, I do, I do get that perspective, you know, of, of us being taken for a puss and not being respected. <laughs> and no, seriously, like we're always taken for a puss and we're always the ones who are required to forgive and, you know, um, uh, move on. Oh, was a long time ago, but dog, the effects are unbelievably deeply rooted in our society today. Do you know what I mean? At 20, 20 past two, you know, <laughs> at 20 past two. Yeah. On the 18th of April, 2018, it still exists. Mm, mm, mm. 2018, my guy. <laughs> 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, from that perspective, I understand the outrage, but that wasn't Nelson Mandela's job. Nelson Mandela was to put the foot in the door. I honestly can't believe it's even gotten to this point because he. Were we questioning whether he was a Were we questioning, like, 
Was this guy not the, a great man? Is he not one of the most celebrated men in all of the world's history? You know what I mean? Like, this guy was incredible. The fact that he actually had the heart to forgive is something that we should admire, you know? Because that's not something easy to do. This guy, imagine spending 27 years in prison being called a kafir every day. Yes. And now you must come out and... Somebody says, sorry, bro, sorry. Uh, It's all right. (laughs) It's all right. You know what I mean? I Honestly, personally speaking, I would have got the strap. (laughs) You see, so as a person, we can't fault him. Yeah. Now, as ideologies in this country about how we move forward, that's where we can start having a rigorous debate. You know, what is the what is the next move? How do we get access to the land? Does it have to be with expropriation without compensation? Do we literally have to fight for it? Because I've been speaking to some people, and some people are still angry enough to fight for it. And I mean, by fight, I mean like kill people. Would you? No, no, no. There was a point. There was a point when I was like really angry. Um, ready to really, really like it was especially after the Black Monday and all that shit. You were all up in Woolworths with the hey, with the with the e e e. I was ready. I was ready. Uh, next customer, please. <laughs> That's the signal we'd use. <laughs> I was ready. I was so ready for that life, bro. But um. I think over time, you know, especially with the conversations that we've been having about, you know, love and how to move forward and how to do better. I've gotten to the point where it's like, I, I, I don't see the point of violence. I think people who have never experienced war romanticize it. I think war is fucked up. Mm. Like proper fucked up. <laughs> like you don't want to go through that. Like under any, under any circumstance, you want to avoid that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to be involved in that anymore. And I've stopped also, Going with what general society thinks anymore. You know, a lot of people, as a lot of people in our generation, especially, and that's why we're having these conversations, because we've heard the whispers, would say that Nelson Mandela was a seller, would say that violence is the and many only people, answer. The thing is, even though they have no full knowledge of the history and everything, mm-hmm. like myself, I, I don't have full knowledge on the history. I'm not just going to jump on the bandwagon and say, yo, he's a sellout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I'm going to be like, okay. I'll hold my own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally hear that. Um, the facts are that this guy was the leader of the liberation movement. That's it. Checkmate. Checkmate. We got liberation. He was the leader. He deserved what he had. Like, no, give a, you guys just want to be Oliver Twist. Can we have some more dogs? Sex? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give out a hand. They want the whole All fucking. That's all y'all uh, Anyway 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 Was Nelson Mandela sell out That's the topic of today in the, On the worst guys With cliffcentral.com Please hit us up On the social media streets On Twitter At the underscore worst guys Instagram the worst guys Small letters one word And Facebook the worst guys You know what it is Room in here By Anderson Pat Yep you are tuned in to the worst guys on cliffcentral.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's topic is, was Nelson Mandela a sellout? Uh, we've heard 
murmurs of such going around in the streets and we decided that we had addressed this topic as the worst guys because you know we tell you the truth the whole truth and nothing but and our conclusion thus far is that he was not but if you are differing in opinion please do hit us up you can hit us up on twitter at the underscore worst guys you can hit us up here on cliff central whatsapp us on 079-748-2090 i'll give you that number up again 079-748-2090 okay so just wanted to mention somebody hit me up personally right. on my dms right, right. they want to stay anonymous so i'm going to respect that all right <clears throat> they said uh much as you say that madiba was the father of the nation the mother was Grossly overlooked What about all the work that she did And the role that she played In the fight uh, You wanna look at it Patriarchy is a real thing uh, That's the only answer I could give you Honest to God, Yeah 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 Most men on the world doesn't really recognize Women in general bros That's that's just a general analysis Of life We know Winnie Madigizela was a beast She actually did the physical fighting You know more than most When people were coming tearing down houses Getting people evicted She would be like No to the police There's this famous video On social media of her You know um, um, Reprimanding a police officer Saying how can you just Take these people away from here um, So yeah Winnie, Winnie Madigizela Was overlooked But She wasn't the leader She wasn't She didn't spend 27 years in prison I think Even Outside of a patriarch, patriarchal society, if we were doing it on a balance of equality and a balance of who contributed more to the struggle, I'd say Nelson, Nelson Mandela did. I genuinely think he did. He, he, he studied, he studied more. He, he wrote more. He engaged more with the enemy. Not that she didn't at all, but I mean, in all fairness, Mandela did more. So he, he got more. That's, that's the only response I have to that. And not discrediting Weenie and her efforts, but truth is, yeah, Mandela did more. And then she also mentioned that a lot of the other struggle warriors okay. remain in the background mm, and mm, don't, mm. or didn't, sorry, didn't get a chance to shine such as Madiba. Yeah, I hear that one. I hear that one. Um, but I think also with that, it's like... Uh, Maybe that's why some people feel like he was a seller because he got like, all the glory! He did, he did. Like, he even when he was moved to Paulsmore towards the end, when he started negotiations in late 1980s, he even got his own cell, like, on the bottom floor. And I can see how it looks. Because <laughs> here's Mandela now, he gets his own cell. It's like, got, we, it's in, got we in, like, a, a, a cell that can only fit... <laughs> one nigga, But one there's, toilet. like, ten of us, you know? <laughs> And now you go downstairs, you're chatting, writing notes to PW Puerta about your release. You have three rooms, a toilet in a separate room, a room where you can study, a room where you can exercise. So I can, I can get it. The people three floors above me were like, ah, hey, ah, yeah, this Mandela, ah, Nelson, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You see PW, he supports this guy. And then people got nah. You know, cause I can see how it looks. Okay. Right. And, I think, yeah, the, this is the analogy I was trying to make. <clears throat> it's the same as like with a soccer team. You know, when yeah. Lionel Messi scores the goals, Lionel Messi is the guy. Palendio, Lionel Messi, one man. But this is a sport played by 11 people, you know. So 
Not everybody's going to hold the Ballon d'Or. One person's going to hold it. Let the one person hold it. And we'll be happy with the fact that this person comes from our team. And we helped him to get that Ballon d'Or. Do you know what I'm saying? So Nelson Mandela is holding the Ballon d'Or. But now Xavi and Iniesta are crying at the back. But Xavi and Iniesta know they're fucking dope. What are you crying about? They know their contribution. What are you crying about? Do you know what I mean? So it's not like other, other struggle icons didn't get credit at all. The fucking biggest airport in the country is named after another struggle icon. Or Tambo. You know, they, they, these niggas got, uh, Nobel Peace Prizes. Desmond Dutu got a Nobel Peace Prize. So, people, people, people will always find a reason. Do you know what I mean? To discredit something because nothing's <coughs> ever perfect. Nobody will get the same credit that Nelson Mandela got because nobody did what Nelson Mandela did. Ever. It's that simple. Fuck. Is that simple? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that, man. I think, I think, I think there is a lot of credit. There obviously could be more. The role that women played in the struggle as well. People don't pay attention to that and the credit that's due to those women. You know, there were so many moving pieces that. Yeah, I'm sure there were other we female yeah, we struggle icons, but everyone. we idealized one because she was with Mandela. You see, you know, what about the other women of the struggle? You know, Chris Honey's wife. What role did she play? Why didn't she get enough credit? You know, you can always be like, ah, oh, why didn't the guy who threw the first stone at the apartheid police get credit? Yeah, why did why didn't Hector Peterson get to shine? You know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you got captain. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the thing that we're talking about, man. Was Nelson Mandela Salah? I genuinely don't think he was. Um, I could see why people might think so, but ultimately he was a leader. Do you know what I mean? And leadership, unfortunately, usually means taking the higher road. You know, even when it makes sense to be angry and it makes sense to be violent and it makes sense to not forgive. Leadership is being able to do it anyway. And that's why I respect and revere Nelson Mandela. I think that's why the whole world does because he had every right to, you know, say, you know what? Total fucking annihilation. We're going for this. But he decided not to. And I think that's what makes him a true leader and a true legend. Let's not fuck around with the greatest man to come out of this country, yo. Anyway, it's a time for news stories that have caught our attention over the last couple of weeks. And you know how we do. We always tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but... Stop being asked, we're in trouble again. Come on, Penny, at it again. Read about it. Extra, please grab young Ben. Extra, extra. Alright, alright, alright. So the first story that has caught our attention this week, uh, is actually something not surprising, but also quite surprising. Uh, EFF claims that there's a small group in the Northwest that is planning to kill its leader, Julius Malema. The story comes from the ENCA. Um, that's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, Julius Malema is the type to get assassinated, you know. So I don't doubt that there's a group who's plotting something, but do you think it'll ever happen? No, cause South Africa, we love chats. <laughs> we love chats. <laughs> Who got assassinated back in the apartheid times? Chris Hunt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was white people. Exactly, <laughs> cause they don't just chat, they're about that action. 
What are you saying? I fucking get my gun on you, mate. I fucking get my gun. I get my you know, weapons. How long was Jacob saying, I'll let him shinu up? Did they ever give him? No. He was just about his chats and his machine gun. These niggas get the strap for real, for real. For real, for real. So, All right, I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta do the race. So... All I'm saying is, if these group of niggas that are saying they, they're trying to make a hit on Juju, a white, Juju better run. He's gonna lose more weight than he's ever lost in his life. Yeah, if, if they're black, white, if they're white. Dog, if you, if they're black, ah, uh, no, Juju, you can even post up your location on Instagram. Twitter. No, Instagram us your location, dog. Show us the view. Your toes in the sand, dog. Cause it ain't no deal. It ain't no deal. Alright, man, I just, uh, I just thought it interesting to see that there's people who are out there who are actually like, dog, <laughs> it frustrates me so much because this dude, it's all distractions. Hey, dude, distractions. it's all distractions. Somewhere out there, while we're busy debating whether or not Juju's about to get kept or not, hey, a guy just lost his job because of <laughs> systematic racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, the EFF Julius, watch out, watch out, watch out, but we got your back, dog. Just know that anybody assassinates you, we, we will find him and we will kill him. Hey, you kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I revoke that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So next story. Mugabe and his family left the official presidential residence in a terrible state. Uh this is coming from News 24. Uh he left the president re- presidential re- residence in a shambles, in a complete shambles. Can you imagine, Doug? Mugabe apparently he actually left the residence about 12 years ago, right? But it's still the presidential house. So people go there for visits and stuff. But there's the roof is leaking. There's uh flashes that aren't working. It's just shit inside that crib. And Emerson Mnangagwa hasn't entered yet because it's like, nah, 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 B. Uh, Mugabe needs to clean his mess up before I enter in that building. And you know, the funny thing is I can actually imagine... Mugabe being like being a lazy piece of trash, eating pizza, getting stoned on a Sunday, you know. When you when you back, when you back educated, all of that knowledge, dog, studying all of them things, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to a point where you can't care, you can't care about what other people you know think. Too much. You, you know too much, yeah, yeah. So he chills like same underwear for a week, has in his balls, cheese curls on the bed, Netflix asking him if he's ready to watch the next uh, episode or whatever. I can totally see that dirty grudgy Mugabe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see when Emerson decides to move in. Uh, some more news also. The, the, the Jacob Zuma trial is on it and it's hot. Jacob Zuma is, uh, facing some corruption charges. Yo, when, when, when Gareth posted that picture of him in sitting in a courtroom, court, I was like, wow, this is really weird. It's really weird. Like, this guy, like you look like an ordinary guy, Murray. You, you are former president, my guy. No, but you know what I think it is? I think it's going to be on some Pablo Escobar shit. You know, like you, you didn't know how Pablo Escobar was getting out of this one. But he fucking got out. Yeah. I think Jacob Zuma is exactly the same. Even in that picture, he looks so chill. Dog, he's so chill. He's like, I've got a plan. We're gonna have to fucking shoot him on a rooftop somewhere in Malawi. You know what I mean? That's the, but that's the only how, way we're getting that nigga. What's your take on it? Do you think he's gonna do some time? Do you think, how do, how do you think the sentencing will be? I think the only way Jacob Zuma is gonna pay for what he did is through death. He's somebody who's gonna get murked. 
There's a way, dog. He's because hey. I think he's he's planned it so well from so long ago that when it came to this, you think the he plan had foresight was, of this happening? Yes, for sure, for sure, <clears throat> dude. He knew he was doing fucked up things from day one. He's like, I'm gonna fuck all this shit up, and this is how I'm gonna get out. I'm telling you, he had a way out. And that's why that relationship with the Guptas, I think, worked. Look, the Guptas have fled the country. Nobody knows where the fuck they are. Nobody can get a hold of them. So he's got the same connections. Why, why is it so impossible for him to, to, to not be able to escape this, you know? So I think from the beginning, he's had an out plan. And I think that's why he's so calm and chilled and he's chilling on the bench. He's like, ah, let me go out there, tell my truth, you know, say what's up to the people. I know the people want to see the boy Jay-Z. Uh, here I am. <laughs> but I mean, it's done now. It's done. And we'll see how, how it actually happens in court. But I really don't think he's, he's going to see, uh, jail for, or not for an extended period of time or at least what he deserves. Because, yeah, I, I genuinely do think he has an out plan. Um, but yeah, has there been anything else? Has there been anything else we might, we might want to talk about that we haven't really thought about or that we've missed? We've always spoken about Weenie. Um, what else has happened since you, you, you've been gone? Radio silence. Nothing. Nothing. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. That's the new segment from The Worst Gays, doing it in the worst way. And we were about to wrap up the show. It's been such a dope topic talking to you guys about whether or not Nelson Mandela was a sellout. We say no. Still a legend, still a hero, and somebody that we all want to be like. Right, right, right. Except maybe let's not get married because even Nelson Mandela couldn't do marriage. That's how tough that shit is, yo. You know, guys, can I tell you how future, you know, how much of a philosopher this uh, this guy is? You know, <laughs> me, I don't like politics and philosophy and all that guck, But I'm a philosopher by association. Uh-huh. This guy, he has a joke about marriage, ne? and he's been doing this joke since he started doing comedy. This is back in 2015. <laughs> Just, I think like a week ago, two weeks ago, I saw. Jim Carrey tweets some shit on some why would you get married because where at which point do you in your life do you get to the stage where you're like I want to take our relationship to the next level let's get the government involved <laughs> I was like Jim Carrey how the fuck you going to do that that was that's my boy's joke he stole my joke he stole my joke I was gang. like 2015 Jim Carrey's only coming out of those bars in 2018 I was like nah guys yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all don't know y'all don't know same whatsapp group me and all these staring same whatsapp group and on that note you have to come and catch a comedy show that we do every Thursday every single Thursday yep that's what I said at Giovanni's Panavino in four ways uh, that's main road corner of it Coppen, main road you know where that huge Heineken Champions League billboard is yeah 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 there's a place there called Giovanni's Red Walls there's horses and shit running around. Is it horses? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What's the plural for horse? Horse, horsey, 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 horsey. So yeah, you can, <laughs> you can come through this Thursday. The lineup is absolutely hot, hot, hot. We've got uh, Cry Detroit. Jermaine Matruis and headlining the incredible Alfred Adrian and also don't forget your host with the most who that your host with the most who that your host with the most who that Riyabetu Sesele ladies and gentlemen back from Thai Thai he's even gonna do some jokes in Thai is that the language yeah I think that's the language that's the language okay yeah. he thinks maybe he won't do some jokes in Thai uh, but anyway you can catch him it's gonna be funny 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 how much gets them in dog how much gets them in funny 
yeah, 50 Rand gets you in. That's the money that you need to get into Gino, Giovanni's Panevino. That's in Four Ways Main Road. Come through, come through. It's gonna be a dope show. You know how we do. Yeah. Oh, and plus your boy's been nominated for newcomers showcase and newcomer of the year at the Savannah Comics Choice Awards. Yes, sis. All my people. All right. This is my, this is my presidential speech. All right. My people. We are gathered here today to discuss the possibility of myself, Mark Mjuli, winning the Savannah Newcomers Showcase. I need my people, you, to rally behind me as I go on this journey. I cannot do this alone. No great feat has ever been achieved by one man. It is always a team. And you, listening right now, are part of my team. So, whenever you see my face on any Savannah campaign or any stage... I want you to choose me. I'll be the representative. I'll be your comedy leader. Let's go into 2019 with the future of comedy. Come and join me. I will be your representative. Here for you. For laps. For South African comedy. Ladies and gentlemen. I want you to back. Mark. Umgule! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it, that's it from us at the worst, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week, same time, same place, but also anytime, any place, because it's podcast, baby, and we live in the future, you know? Oh, yeah, baby, it's the worst, guys. It's been absolutely dope hanging out with you guys. And as you guys know, or if you haven't listened to us before, then now you shall know. We always rap out. What the worst guy cipher? The worst guy cipher is something that we do every single week where we make a song right on the spot. Did he say right on the spot? Right on the spot. Right on the spot. Right on the spot. Right on the spot. And this week, it looks like our instrumental is going to be a little bad, a little bad. Woo! Hey, hey. Oh. Yo, we back. Yeah, we never left. It's the worst guy cipher with the worst guys. Hey, hey, I got a, a watch on my wrist. The stainless steel, the stainless steel. So much sex appeal. Ha. Ha. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I got a water bottle, but no water in it, cause I drank it all. Yeah, I was thirsty yes, in it. Yes, hey, hey, yes, 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 yes. And I got Labello, cause I'm a very fly fellow, you oh, know. Hey, yellow, yellow. Hey, marshmallow, mellow. Uh, marshmallow, mellow. Hello, hello. Malcolm Dilly, hello. Here hello. on the phone, hey. the number you hey. have dialed does not exist. I mean, just take a picture. I mean, it lasts longer, and I'm getting much stronger. And everybody wondering how I keep the bong up. Yeah, cause I keep it always lit, and I'm like Lila with Stitch. I'm handling it, cause I got a team that I'm riding with, and we never ever die. We never sit, cause we always ill. Every day, all the time, they'll be on the grind. That we never lie, cause it's hey, yeah, we never lie. 
Yo, we never lie, you can see it in the eyes We the worst guys, we've been on Cliff Central Driving people mental, don't know that Yo, we on the internet, yo, we on the internet People be feeling it, yo, we getting it, getting it Yeah, we the worst guys in it, worst guys in it Worst guys feel it Yeah, we the worst guys feel it We the worst guys trill it We the worst guys kill it we the worst, 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 worst guys feel it. Yeah, we the worst guys kill it. Yeah, we the worst guys trill it. Worst, 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 what's up? It's about completely here when I don't give a fuck. I mean, you're looking at me through my eyes, what's up? I mean, you're trying to see my soul, but it's covered in dust. Uh, gotta clean it off, gotta brush it off. Cause I mean, I gotta keep it clean, huh? You know how it be when these girls coming to me, trying to touch me, but they can't get this deep. You know, hey, they can't get this D, but they can get this E, this E X to C for me. Hurry, H A B. I give you all of it. I give you all of it, girl. I give you all of it. I get you the first inch, oh. then I give you the second inch. Yeah, it's probably best that we stop it there because <laughs> I don't want to expose myself. Uh, it's getting too deep. It's getting too deep. We were gonna get all the way to fifteen inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the disciple was so dope. The beat even finished on us, man. Because we could go all day, all day for you. All but day? Apparently, we have to go. Apparently, you can't do this shit forever. But it's fine. We'll get in the car. We'll smoke a blunt, and we do it all again, baby. You've been listening to the worst guys, Malcolm Truly, Ria Besosisele. We are. This is cliffcentral.com.